0: The SGP and Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gamily Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon, Louisiana. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10, get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning. Also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit. You're going to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. Of course, we're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. As always, we're brought to you now by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Head over to manscaped.com and use promo code SGP for 20% off your first order and free shipping. And of course, don't forget to download that SGP and app your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. We are getting so close to the Super Bowl. About as close as we can get without actually being to the Super Bowl. It is of course the conference championship playoffs and uh, I gotta tell you I said it when we when we talked on the book on tape that was a hell of a weekend of football that we had going on last weekend and we are probably in for another ridiculous treat this week as there are four match or two matchups rather with four teams uh, that I am super stoked to see but I am super stoked because I'm bringing in today as co-host uh, the co-host now the permanent co-host of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, Cody Zeeb, and Cody, we did our first podcast for the NASCAR Gambling Podcast last week. You are now hooked on becoming a podcaster, and I love every second of it. So, Cody, welcome to the show.
1: Uh, thanks for having me on, Rod. I'm super excited to be on this one. Uh, I got all the nerves out of the way over on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Felt great. Uh, now ready to dig into some fantasy football, which is probably my next highest passion with right there with NASCAR. <laughs> I know.
0: Well, and you do you're active in all of the Slack channels and so I, I got to hand it to you that uh, you you have your hands in a lot of pies in the Slack channel and I know you love fantasy football about as much as you love NASCAR. So, this is a perfect fit. Plus, we're cross-promoting the NASCAR gambling podcast. So, go check that out, download that. Coming out once a week for you with all of your NASCAR bets. Uh, Cody did a fantastic job in his first episode and it's only going to get better from there. So, uh, but this is a football podcast, Cody. So let's kick it with some football. You already know the rules of this show because you have listened to this and uh, you're, you're well aware of how this works. A little different from our NASCAR show because now we're on a clock. Three minutes per topic and we're going to break down 10 players DFS style uh, for this, this conference championship matchup. So Cody, are you ready for this brand of, of show?
1: I'm ready to go. Time to race the clock. (laughs) Time
0: to race the clock. All right, I'm going to let you start first. We went and picked five names apiece because I'm being equitable uh, these days. I'm feeling a little generous as we near the end of the season, giving the guests a chance to pick some players. So we're going to go down Cody's list of five, and then after the break we'll go down my list of five. But, Cody, why don't we kick it off? You went straight to Cincinnati, and you're not picking Jamar Chase to because everybody's going to pick Jamar Chase, obviously. that That's a no-brainer there. Uh, you're going a little deeper down the depth chart to Tyler Boyd. So uh, tell me why Tyler Boyd is, is a name on your list this week.
1: Well, yeah, I think, I mean, Jamar Chase, obviously, I mean, dude's been a stud in his first season. Like,
0: he's been killing
1: it. Last time they played Kansas City, he went off that game. So I think a lot of people are going to look at that. And he's probably a good play too, but I was kind of trying to look for a contrarian play here. I think a lot of people are going to be on Jamar Chase. Everybody thinks that's going to be the highest scoring game. Uh, But, you know, I I think this Chiefs team's a little bit different here in the playoffs than they were back in the regular season when they played them. And I think that, uh, you know, the Honey Badgers should be back this week. And I think that Chase is going to be their focus for their defense. So, I think uh, when when people look past uh, him, Chase, even they go to straight to Higgins. So I think if you grab Boyd, he's only forty two hundred dollars this week, so he's very cheap. And we'll get to some other guys later on. But when you want to get in the Cooper Cups, and if you want to play Patrick Mahomes, this is a way to get some of those cheaper guys that uh, you know can uh, can go off. I think and and help you kind of take down some of these bigger contests.
0: When you build these lineups too, again, a lot of people don't play just one lineup. So it is imperative to try to build some lineups that have some of these plays that could pop. And obviously you're right. With Taylor, with Tyler Boyd, you have an opportunity to get somebody that, yeah, he hasn't been very heavily used in the playoffs so far. But again, that's because Jamar Chase is as good as Jamar Chase is. But now, as the funnel gets smaller into the the way to get to the Super Bowl, you're not playing scrub teams. You're playing teams that are there for a purpose. And yes, Kansas City is not necessarily known... Entirely for their defense. In fact, we can look at last week to prove that point. Uh, so that means
1: well, the defense looked good for three quarters, maybe
0: <laughs> three quarters and what? Towards the end, there. fourteen minutes, I, I guess it was. Yeah, uh, but you know, again, these guys have a chance to to do stuff. And if you're going to build a couple of three four lineups, there's no there's no downside of putting a guy like Tyler Boyd in at least one of those.
1: Right, and he, uh, back in week, uh, was it week, what week did they play? Week 17 versus Kansas City. Uh, I mean, he had a touchdown in that game, so they've already shown that, you know, against Kansas City, maybe as they get farther into that defense there, they can target a a lower guy like him that's not quite getting as much attention as Chase.
0: And the Bengals won that game, too. So, again, you're you're banking on the, the fact that this game is going to actually be uh, Really, I think it's going to be entertaining. It's going to be one of the more entertaining games of the the slate. Obviously, we saw last week what happens when you have two high-powered AFC teams locking horns in that ridiculous Bills-Chiefs match. So, yeah, I mean, look, again, if you're going to throw some, some lineups out there, some contrarian lineups, obviously you want to lean on Tyler Boyd. This is one of those recency bias things, right? Where people are probably going to stay off of him. So if he does have a good day, gets in the end zone, maybe gets in the end zone twice, you're really looking at a very good day for your lineups. Uh, good play, good good first pick. So, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. We 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 eased you in with Tyler Boyd, uh, exactly. <laughs> but let's let's go to the stud, and and I know that again we talked about how Jamar Chase is a no brainer. Cooper Cup's probably a no-brainer, but let's talk about Cooper Cup in that you probably need him in your cash game lineups because this guy is sure to give you a good game.
1: Yeah, I don't... I mean, Cooper Cup is a man among boys this season. It's just incredible what he's done. I Especially in a cash game, I don't see any way you cannot... that you, that you fade him. Like, even in the GPPs, You could fade him if you want to, but (laughs) it feels like you're going to need him in those, too. I mean, he's 8,800. Obviously, he's going to be the highest price on the weekend, but dude just goes off. I mean, 35 points last week. You know, he's got some other games recently, 29. I mean, he's just gets, uh, and obviously, DraftKings has the PPR format. He gets a lot of targets, and he usually seems like he ends up breaking a big one, and that just adds up the points really quick. and. Favorite favorite end zone target it seems like for uh, Stafford also so
0: there's there's those folks that preach the core right the 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 folks that you're gonna want to build your lineups around and Cooper Cup is definitely one of those guys that is a core player and so when you build your models and when you're when you're going on those DFS sites that let you sort of populate your your lineups based on certain players that you want to anchor in obviously you're going to want to anchor in Cooper Cup into just about every one of your builds because if you if you don't have him and he goes off like he probably will, you're sunk. I mean, Cooper Cup is, is the top of everything. He's the guy that's leading just about every major statistical category you can have going into not just the end of the season, but the playoffs now. Uh, 14 receptions on 18 targets, 244 yards, two touchdowns so far in the playoffs. So... Again, when you're looking for an anchor, it's got to be Cooper Cup.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, triple crown winner in the regular season, I mean, just dominated every statistical category. And he hasn't slowed down. And I just, I don't think anybody can stop him, you know. It's just, he's a machine and he just keeps producing. And when you get down to this few of teams, this small of a pool of players, there's certain guys that you just have to play no matter what. And I think he's one of those guys.
0: Exactly. And again, it's not it's hashtag analysis, but folks are going to want to probably try to get cute at some point and be like, ah, I'll just fade Cooper Cup, and we'll see what happens. But we're trying to implore on you to not fade Cooper Cup this week. I don't, you know, you you want to if you want to get cute in maybe your fifteenth or twentieth lineup that you're building, fine. But if you're going to want to win some money this weekend, Cooper Cup is probably going to have to be. In your lineups, you're going to have to figure out other ways to to fit him in. And again, a guy like Tyler Boyd could be a nice uh, contrarian play for that, too. Uh, but we'll also come up on another guy that could also help you out in that aspect. Uh, and let's just move right along, Cody, because Jawan Jennings is the next on your list. Another name that you're digging deeper down into the the bin for, but a value play and one that has already proven that there's a little bit of potential in a guy like Jawan Jennings, especially at the end of the season where Garoppolo had a little bit of chemistry with him. but, uh, make your case for Jawan Jennings.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is Sean's guy. I hate, hate to steal it from Sean. And <laughs> my, my dog's trying to jump into the podcast here. Tell uh, your dog but, he's got a good point. <laughs> yeah. she she loves him. She's all over Jennings this <laughs> week. Uh, so take, take it from the eight, eight pound Chihuahua that, that he's the play. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean Sean's all over him. this guy he you know against the week 18 against the Rams he had six catches for 94 yards and two touchdowns. I mean when you if you can get something like that from a guy that's uh, just he's 3200 this week um, I, I think that that's something I, I think he's one of those guys that you know you can play when you when you have Cooper Cup. You can play him, and, and this can be the guy that can make the difference for you, just like we were talking about with Tyler Boyd.
0: So in in our Sports Gambling Webco- uh, Sports Gambling podcast website, say that three times fast. Uh, we have what we have the DFS stacks every week by Scott Simpson. And he always talks about a run back, right? He always talks about game stacking and a run back with that game stack. If you are doing a Stafford Cup type of a stack and I'm not I haven't read his article yet. He hasn't written it yet, but I'm going to assume that there is a Matthew Stafford Cooper Cup, maybe even a Tyler Higbee stack in there we'll talk about him too later on uh but if you stack those three you're gonna need a run back and i think juan jennings is a good run back the only thing that i caution in any sort of and this is a niner fan talking too is that jimmy garoppolo <laughs> has burned me time and time again i love that he <laughs> wins games and and really again as I go off on a tangent for like 10 seconds of this thing, the the knock on him is not that he can't win games. The dude has a winning record. The problem is, is that he is not a fantasy friendly quarterback in any capacity. Can't throw for many yards. Doesn't (laughs) throw for many touchdowns, but as a team, he puts his teams in position to win games plus the defense as well. Uh, But yeah, I think that's a good run back stack or run back stack play is Jawan Jennings.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's one of those frustrating guys, but You know, a lot of times uh, some of these guys, like Samuel does it a lot, where you just get the ball in his hands and let them do the work and then give Jimmy D the credit down the road there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Everybody, (laughs) the the quarterback, the smiling quarterback with the chiseled chin always gets the credit for it in the end. But
1: Exactly. (laughs) I mean, at least
0: he's willing to admit, though, that this is all a team effort and that it's not necessarily just him. Uh, I've never heard him be so big-headed as to say, yeah, I'm the reason that we've gotten this far. Uh, He definitely gives credit where credit's due, so... Um, Say what you want about Jimmy G. He's at least a little humble of a guy, uh, in my opinion, anyways. I was watching him this long yeah.
1: as a Patriots fan. You know, I love the guy still. So I, I hope he keeps doing well.
0: That chiseled, chiseled jawline, <laughs> Jimmy.
1: G. He's a beautiful man. I mean, you got to give it to yeah, him. Yeah,
0: I can't, I can't knock that. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, and Odell Beckham Jr. is another one of those stack guys. I think in that Ram stack that you could try to get in there. So talk about Odell Beckham Jr. And why he made your list.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is not the Cleveland Browns Odell Beckham Jr. Like, makes me wonder what's up with Baker in Cleveland because, I mean, ever since he's come to the Rams, he, you know, he's just been lighting it up. And I was one of those guys that kind of thought, you know, man, is this guy just done? Like, we got that flash in New York, and he goes to Cleveland and just kind of falls off the map. But now that he stepped into the Rams here, it was awkward timing with – Woods going down at the time he did, but he kind of stepped into that role, and and he's been rolling. I mean, he, he had eight targets last week. He's got three touchdowns in the last five games. Um, I mean, obviously, Cooper Cup has been the, the top dog, but it seems like when he's not thrown to Cooper Cup, the first guy he's looking for is Odell, and Odell's been there, and he's been getting the targets, and and he's been there you know, on the goal line. Obviously, the defenses are, are going to stack up on Cup and try to stop him, and I think that's leaving – Odell open a little bit to to get some of that work and and snag that touchdown and if you know in a, in a small slate like this if you can get those guys that get a touchdown like that so you know even if Cooper Cup doesn't get a touchdown he gets all the yards for you and then you stack him with Odell and he grabs a touchdown or two I think that can that can win big for you
0: you know a lot of people thought Van Jefferson was going to be the guy to benefit when Robert Woods went down but obviously we know that it's been Odell Beckham Jr. that has really stepped up to the plate and and done good things for that Rams offense. And, look, as much as I like to say that Odell is very much, it, uh, I don't want to say a drama drama king, but, I mean, he is. He, <laughs> he swims in that drama, and, right, and really course, that's yeah. where he thrives. But he's done a lot better lately to just sort of quiet down and play football, and I almost think we're seeing a better Odell Beckham Jr. than we've ever seen.
1: Yeah, agreed. I mean, it seems like he's at least since he's been in L.A., things have kind of calmed down. He's obviously getting targets now, so less to complain about, and and he's he's actually turning the targets into something. So I think you know at 5,100, he's he's another guy that that can help you get those big dogs like Cooper Cup in your lineup, and. And get that stack rolling in L.A.
0: It's tough as a Niners fan to want to actually uh, say to play any sort of a Rams person. But <laughs> I, again, if you want to win money, uh, don't listen to the fan. Listen to the person that's actually talking about the players in an objective manner. But I mean, look, Odell Beckham Jr., obviously, yes, uh, can can be a guy that'll splash. And and it's tough, though, going up against this 49ers defense and, and, of course, there's like 15 seconds, and we'll segue into that as well. But he may have his hands full a little bit as well. Uh, we, but we saw the last time they played, again, they're, they're just – it's so different in the in the playoffs than it is in the regular season. But these guys have a very recent history too, so that could play into this as well. Uh, but, Cody, let's move into that 49ers defense, and let's talk about what Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be facing uh, this Sunday
1: yep well 49ers defense i mean they've been at for whatever reason they're the third price defense on DraftKings this week at 2800 and i just i don't quite understand why i mean they've been so good they've been consistent and we all know matthew stafford likes to throw his interceptions and i could see this being a game where you can go with that ram stack and still have the 49ers defense if they can get to to stafford a few times and sack him get an interception, maybe a pick six and score, get the Niners ahead in the game, that's just going to force Stafford to throw more and, and create more points for those guys as well. So I, I just – I love the 49ers defense this week. I think that that Cincinnati-Kansas City game might be a little bit more of a high-scoring game, although these two teams have, have had their higher-scoring games in their previous matchups here. But – I just think they're so consistent that they're going to get you your points no matter what, and they've got the opportunity like they did last week where they had 21 points, obviously with the the blocked uh, punt that they returned for a touchdown. But with the way that Stafford likes to throw his interceptions, I think that you can get some points from this 49ers defense.
0: What's nuts is this? Like, the 49ers' defense has been good all season long. Obviously, we know that that's, that's one of the reasons why they're where they're at. And with Bosa and Warner. and But the problem is that the secondary's a little suspicious, uh, or suspect, rather. Uh, well, they're suspicious, too. But a little <laughs> suspect. Uh, and really, again, all those pass interference penalties have gotten in the way. And so... I, I I'm so hesitant, and and not just because I feel like this is a trap game for the Niners because they're they're underdogs. But at the same time, it's like you held the Cowboys, which was one of the highest scoring defenses to our offenses, rather to very few points. You went and you turn around in Green Bay. Now, granted, the snow had a lot to do with this as well, and and really kept Aaron Rodgers in check. But can you do it for a third week in a row against one of the hottest offenses? in the league. And look, even the last game that they played was not necessarily a slugfest. It was it was a shootout. In and of what a 49ers can consider a shootout. So, I don't know. Like that's the only thing that keeps me from wanting to put the 49ers DST in there. Um so I don't know. Short short up a little bit for me, Cody. Convince me.
1: Well, I mean, they're going to the Super Bowl, right,
0: Rod? You're a fan. Come on.
1: <laughs> How are they going to get there? It's not gonna be on Jimmy G, right? That so It's true. You need that defense to carry them. So play them and win some money, right?
0: All right. I think Bosa (laughs) can get you at least a couple of sacks. I really do. Cause you're right. And and that's the
1: thing. I think even if, even if it is, does get higher scoring, I, I, I have a feeling both of these games could be higher scoring. So, I mean, when you only have four defenses to pick from, you're going to have to pick one. And I I just think that this is a defense that can really produce for you and grab you those extra points.
0: Because really, you're right. The only other options on the board is the Chiefs defense, which I am not touching that against the Bengals. And then the Bengals defense, again, I'm not touching that against the Chiefs because either one of those teams can score 40 points and really screw your day because I know the Chiefs defense doesn't get a lot of sacks anyways. And... The Bengals defense—they're going to be playing against Mahomes and company. So, uh, you're either going to pick the Rams or the 49ers this week. And yeah, I mean the Rams, Donald and everybody else out there, Ramsey—that that's okay. But like, I don't know. For me, give me Bosa and Warner and that uh, that that whole 49ers defense.
1: Agreed. So, uh,
0: all right, five down. We'll come back after the break with five more. Uh, but in the meantime. Let's tell you about WinBet because you are always ready to win money and boost your odds. Well, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. Coming soon to Louisiana. That's right, guys. The Bayou's getting it. We're bringing live excitement of WinBet to online sports betting and casino play. As always, you get exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. So get in now on all your favorite teams, all your favorite players, sports. From the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, W College, W College, WNBA, college football, and so much more. And WinBet is now beginning pre-registration, like I said, for the state of Louisiana. If you place a $10 bet, regardless of the outcome, you're going to get $250 in free bets when WinBet goes live in Louisiana. All of the new customers, though, you get a chance to win $200 in free bets With that same $10 bet. Get in now on all those great promos, odds, payouts. It's all happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. So bet big. Win bigger with WinBet. Download that WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com. Of course, we're always brought to you by Manscaped. This SGP and Fantasy Football Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. They are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. So make sure you jump down to manscaped.com. Use that promo code SGP. Again, it's Valentine's Day coming up. Make sure you are well-manicured for your loved one. You are going to get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with that code SGP. You're also going to get a performance package if you want it and you order it, performance package 4.0. It is a game changer. You are going to get the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Toner, the Performance Boxer Briefs, and a free travel bag to hold all your goodies to go along with the Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, the Weed Whacker, and Ear, Nose, and Hair Trimmer. It's all in that package, and make sure you head down to manscaped.com right now. Pick it up, use that promo code SGP. You're gonna get 20% off and free shipping again just do it for your loved ones they they want a well manicured bonsai tree again i'm still watching a lot of cobra kai now so we're on that (sighs) horse racing is beginning and there are never enough things to gamble on so add horse racing to another one (laughs) Because it runs 365 days a year. And the best part is now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. So go out, check out Stable Duel. It's a daily fantasy style app where you can play free and pay games for real cash prizes. You pick your horse, build your stable, play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $15,000 with one entry. And this Saturday, they even have a $40,000 contest. If you don't know anything about horses, don't worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at Stableduel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at... Tracks all over the United States. So get in on the app, create your account. Start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. So download now at stableduel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner circle. And of course, hey, listen, head over to the website right now, the sports gambling podcast.com. There's an article right now that breaks down every race from the pegasus race going on this weekend it's got a lot of in-depth stuff plus it's got the opportunity to explore how to play stable duel so play race and win we're back with more Of the SGP and Fantasy Football Podcast, Rod Gomez, Cody Z, but breaking down some of your better DFS plays on the weekend for the conference championships of the NFL as we get tantalizingly closer to the actual Super Bowl itself, and uh, I know that one team is already punched a ticket in my mind, and uh, that is the San Francisco 49ers, so who they play is yet to be determined, (laughs) but... uh, (laughs) I, look, I'm I'm the ever forever optimist, and I think the Niners are going to do a good job against these stinking Rams. So it's the new Cowboys uh, um, rivalry of the ages.
1: There you go. I you know, man, they're making they're making one of those runs that, unfortunately, as a Patriots fan, reminds me of of the Giants' couple runs for the Super Bowl there. So I think I think they've got a good shot.
0: Look, if we can get Jimmy G a ring out the door, uh, I think he'll be a happy man. And we'll be happy because we need a ring. Uh, it's been a well, very, What, long
1: what kind of story would that be? They, they draft a quarterback, number three overall, and then
0: the quarterback that they already had leads them to the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, I mean, great. He, it's going to be a payday for him either way, right? He goes somewhere That's else, right. and, and all of a sudden he's going to be a highly priced guy, even though, again, it's his team that picks him up. And speaking of his team that picks him up, we're going to move on to our first player here in the, in the second half. Debo Samuel, again, another set it and forget it in my mind. He's a building block player. Uh, obviously would not stack him with his quarterback because, again, we know that Jimmy G, even though he's a, uh, a, not, a not expensive quarterback, is not a guy that's going to get you a lot of fantasy points in the end. But I will say that Debo Samuel may be stacked with a guy like uh, Elijah Mitchell who we're not talking about here in this show, but I would I would put him with an Elijah Mitchell and, and maybe even a Robbie Gould uh, Gold Robbie Gold, uh, <laughs> setup. <laughs> it's been a long day, <laughs> but a Robbie <laughs> Gold stack, uh, you know, Debo Debo Mitchell and Gold, that would be a heck of a stack right there. But I mean, look, Debo, you just you've seen on the field. I don't even got to give you stats to back this one up because you know exactly what he's capable of. He can break a run. Up the middle for a touchdown he can catch passes and hell he was even returning kicks there for a while so they use debo samuel about as much as, as i've seen any team use any player obviously we've talked about how much other teams emulate them for to try to use their players like debo samuel so if you're looking for a dfs play obviously you got to go with debo samuel because he's he's just he's one of those guys that has game just exploding capabilities and He's not as high-priced as Cooper Cup. In fact, he's almost a full $1,600 less than Cooper Cup at $7,200, which I think is kind of gross, but I'll take it. I'll take that $1,600 discount on a guy that could score you multiple touchdowns in a game and and really can gain you uh, ground yards and passing yards.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't get how he's so much cheaper than Cup is. I mean, this dude... What position does he even play? I mean, wide receiver, <laughs> running back, yes. kick returner. He's all over the place. I mean, both games against the Rams this year, he had a rushing touchdown. So I think that might be something sneaky, too, if you're looking at prop bets, is Debo over rushing yards. I, I've hit that a few times this year, and it just seems like once he gets the ball in his hands, dude is magic, and and he can he can do special things with it. Yeah, I mean, they're even running him up the middle now. He looks like a real running back when they give him the ball. It's It's pretty crazy, but... Uh, just so productive these last few weeks. I mean, the whole season really, but these last few weeks especially. And you're going to get the rushing game in there. I, I think that you can't not play Debo Samuel. I mean, I think him and Cup are almost. You just lock them in and and build your team around that. And that's a thing. You don't have to stack him with Jimmy G. You can do a Ram stack, and he can be your be your bring back. You can stack the other game and have him be a lone guy in this game. He's going to get you that production no matter what.
0: Looking at Debo's rushing under right now, and it's over under 39 and a half. 39 and oh, a half. Yeah. That is I'm such gonna, a low number.
1: I'm going to hit that as soon as we get off of here. <laughs> I was about to say
0: you better hurry up. In fact, a yeah. <laughs> uh, little little behind baseball, I'm about to jump on the prop cast as soon as we're done here. Uh, that is going to be one of my, my props, Debo, over 39 and a half rushing yards. That is a very... Yeah,
1: I, I think that's that's a good one. I, I'm definitely going to get in on that because he, he's just a
0: beast. He really is too, and and again, thirty nine yards. That's that's a low low total. Uh, so jump on that one. I
1: All agreed, right, yep.
0: let's move on to another chief further down the depth chart, and I'm looking at Mikoel Hardman. Okay, I get it. I understand he only had one catch for twenty six yards last week, but he did have two carries, thirty one yards, and a touchdown uh, against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, And the week before that against Pittsburgh, four catches on four targets, 43 yards. And uh, he did have a couple of carries. They're getting Hardman involved in the postseason. So what that tells me is that they're trying to uh, not rely so much on Tyreek and Kelsey to get them where they're going. So a guy like Nicole Hardman and even Pringle, if we're really going to dive deep, have the ability to, to pop at least once. Uh, in these games. And if we're expecting this to be the Bills-esque type of a game, then they're going to need to get more people involved than just Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. And really, I don't think we're going to see Patrick Mahomes rush nearly as much this time as we did last week against the Bills. So, you know, again, that means a couple more, a couple more pass attempts, which means a couple more targets possibly for Hardman down the stretch. And, And Hardman is... He's just one of those guys, right? Where if he can do it, if they get him involved enough, he really does have the possibility to to punch it. He's four thousand dollars, which again, if you're gonna run the Cooper cup type stack, the even the Debo Samuel type stack, you're gonna need to have those guys in the four thousand dollars range. And for me, Nicole Hardman is is a good dart throw at that price,
1: yeah. so when you told when you invited me on the podcast and told me we're gonna have to find some guys, to, to kind of highlight here. He's the first guy that I wrote down actually. So thanks for stealing him from me. You're welcome. (laughs) But uh, no, I I mean, I agree with almost everything you said, except the Patrick Mahomes rushing thing. I, I think that he's going to be rushing a lot again, but I don't think that's going to cut away from Hardman. I I think a lot of people are going to be chasing Pringle after the game he had last week. And he's kind of been a little more involved, but even though Hardman has kind of been a disappointment overall as a second round draft pick, he, he's definitely been getting more involved here lately, and I think that he's going to be a good option. I think they're going to try and work some stuff to him this week. Obviously, the Bengals are going to be focused on Hill and Kelsey, as you would with it, you know. But And you can stack this guy with Patrick Mahomes, which, I mean, Mahomes is obviously – he produces, especially in the playoffs. So I love that for a cheap guy to plug in here, then you can still get your guys like Samuel and Cup in. I, I think that you could – have a really good play with Hardman.
0: Yep. And if you, even if you go almost a full type of Kansas city stack, you know, if you maybe do a Mahomes and Hardman and Kelsey, uh, you can make that work too, as well. And then get your cup in there and and try to figure out ways to, to make that happen. But yeah, I mean,
1: with that, with that Kansas city offense, I mean, you can stack as many guys as you want to, it seems like, and, and they can all still produce. It's they're, they're very explosive.
0: Nah, I was on the wrong end of that last week with the stack against me. Yeah, that was not fun. Uh, and and no, one of the yeah. guys <laughs> one of the guys that was on that was Jarek McKinnon, uh, who actually didn't have a lot going on in the rushing game last week with the reemergence of CEH. Uh, but he did really, and this is where I feel like he's going to have another big type of a game and, and somebody I think you can plug into your lineups, was in the passing game. Uh, McKinnon last week, 10 carries, 24 yards, not that impressive But he had five catches for 54 yards last week, which, again, that's 10 points in a PPR. Not bad for a guy who most people were staying away from because they thought Jarek McKinnon was going to come back and really carry the load, which he did. But you got to know that Kansas City is going to continue to use their running backs all over and all of their running backs, too. They don't shy away from, from using them. Now, again... The only thing that might trip you up a little bit is that Daryl Williams is coming back, but even still, or is on his way back, possibly. But I think McKinnon has locked himself in enough to that passing role where they're going to continue to try to use him because God knows Andy Reid loves his running back screens in that passing game, and he has done enough over the last couple of weeks at least to prove that he's worthy enough to keep getting touches. He's $5,100, and again, one of those low-priced, players that could could pretty much potentially give you a nice payday if you are brave enough to use him.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, Daryl Williams, I, he practiced Wednesday, but then he was limited Thursday and today. I don't know. Toe injuries, especially with running backs, it's, it's crazy how a little toe can seem to take these guys down, but obviously they rely a lot on, on the toe, and it seems like when they have those injuries, it really just slows them down. So, I have a feeling that we won't see that much of Darrell Williams. And and if we don't, I mean, McKinnon has been the passing downs guy, even if they're feeding CEH on the ground uh, when they're going to pass, which the Chiefs do a lot. McKinnon is always there. And, uh, and he, I mean, he got seven targets last week. hit six targets the week before. And, and he catches the ball, and then he makes something happen with it when he does. So I think, uh, again, for $5,100, you are going to have to find some of these cheaper guys so you can pay up for some of the other guys. On the limited slate, and I think he's another one that, you know, you stack him in there with a Kelsey or a Hill, and maybe even Hardman, and and uh, let that Chiefs offense do the work.
0: And that's the that's the rub about these conference championships and and the DFS plays that you got to decide between the four games. The the guys that are in there now are all those high-priced players that have been all season long. So you can't just jam every single stud into a lineup. You really have to get creative. And not only that, but you got to differentiate because now there are only four teams to pick from. So you have to step out of the box a little bit, especially if you want to win one of these bigger GPPs because you know that you're going to be playing against guys that are running 150 lineups, and you know they've all got their models, and they've all been put through their optimizers. And so... If you want to contend with that, you got to get a little cute and hope for some luck.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're down to the best of the best now. So, I mean, all these all these top guys are, are going to be the good plays, but, um, you know, you're going to have to go, like you said, go out of the box a little bit, especially if you want to take down one of these bigger bigger ones and, and find that guy that, like last week with the Gabe Davis, I mean, if you had him... It, he paid well. Yeah. <laughs> Ask John Jackson about that. Oh right? my God! Yeah, <laughs> that that guy. He, he cashed in big time, and he took it down, yeah. man.
0: That was nice.
1: That's right? Yeah, it was great to see.
0: Uh, well, if you're not John Jackson. And you want to, we were talking about props earlier, right? And and uh, Debo Samuel prop. Well, we are brought to you by Prop Swap. It is where America buys and sells sports bets. The only thing more exciting than watching the NFL playoffs is prop swapping the NFL playoffs. Last weekend was Prop Swap's biggest weekend ever as bettors from across the country. Cashed in on their Super Bowl futures like Zach from Colorado. Guy sold a $100, 150-to-1 Bengals Super Bowl ticket for $1,500. Zach locked in his profit when he turned his $100 bet into $1,500, and the buyer got better odds than any sportsbook out there. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry up and download that free PropSwap app. Today, you're going to get fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales, and red hot ticket sales. Plus, you get a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into bonus cash and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit. PropSwap's going to match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Fantasy season. Maybe over, and really very close to over, but the action is still happening right now on the Better Fantasy app. You can download their free-to-play app today. Bet on player props from the NFL playoffs. Plus, you can also enter their their prop pools and score big when you win. Look, I love Better Fantasy because I can win awesome prizes like I did with my Better Fantasy koozie. It's on its way. And you can even raise money for charity along the way. It's totally free to play. You're going to earn better credits by completing challenges like checking in every day and use them to place your bets. Better Fantasy is available in all 50 states. So download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. While you're at it, Head over to the Google Play Store or the App Store. Download the SGPN app now. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and our podcasts. While you're at us, toss us an app review and download that SGPN app today. Final two on the slate here as we move on through our DFS suggestions for your conference championship DFS lineups, your DraftKings lineups. Uh, I'm going to end on two tight ends. And I don't normally, like I say, do too many tight ends, but... Lately, tight ends have actually been a thing, and so I'm going to run down two of them that I think may actually do something for you in this conference championship. I start with my Niners and Rams game, and uh, let's talk about Tyler Higbee. I, I, I'm i telling you right now, it's weird to me that Tyler Higbee has been a thing. Obviously, he did not catch the touchdown pass last week. That was Blanton. Uh, and those of you who rostered Tyler Higbee were gnashing your teeth, but he did still have a solid day as far as tight ends are concerned. He had four receptions, 51 yards in that game against Tampa Bay. So, but he was targeted 7 times, which to me is the takeaway of this because we talk about Cooper Cup being the the monster that he is. We talk about Odell Beckham being the guy that he is. But somewhere out there is a Tyler Higbee that is actually catching passes and getting looks from Matthew Stafford. And I think that continues again against the 49ers and I know that he, you know, against the last time that they were they played, he had 6 catches for 55 yards and 2 touchdowns in that game. So he exploited them, and I almost have a feeling that this is going to be another situation where Higby's going to find a way to get into the end zone at least once in this game against the 49ers. Because again, we talked about it before. The 49ers' defense is fantastic, but they are suspect in that secondary. And I think Tyler Higby might be able to exploit them at least for a good chunk of yards, if, you know, maybe 50 yards or so, like he did against them last time. So I don't know. I don't want to say it because it's against my team, but, you know, Tyler Higby could be a good play this week.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that burned me in season long in a couple leagues, and <laughs> I just kept trusting him and trusting him, and now oh, he's going to hit, right? He's going to hit. Look how good Hawkinson was with Stafford. And, man, so it makes it makes it harder for me to pick him. But, I mean, like you said, he, he was productive last week, and Kendall Blanton gets that touchdown. If that would have went to Higby, it would be a whole different story. So, I, I mean... Obviously, you've only got four starting tight ends with only four games. Kelsey and Kittle are going to be very popular because they're obviously top tight ends in the league. And I think even Uzoma, who we might touch on here soon, uh, I, I think that he's he's been more kind of in the public eye with what he's done lately, so people might be on him a little bit more. So Higby could be a very good way to get a solid player but still kind of be sneaky about it if you want to get that stack in there with Stafford. I mean, you can stack him with Stafford and Cup and, and stick Higby in there. He catches that touchdown and you could be well on your way.
0: Yep. I mean, again, we're talking about the, the Rams stacks and it could be, again, a, a, a Stafford, Cup, Higby, and even Odell, I guess, if you want to get really cute in there. Throw a Debo for a run back. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities that Higby can give you. Uh, again, the tight end position is is volatile at best. So you're definitely not necessarily happy. But he's $3,700, and he has the third cheapest or third most expensive. Uh, but behind him, you've got Blanton, Bell, Gray, Faustin. I mean, <laughs> you're going to want to pay up for one of them, Kelsey, Kittle, Higby, or Uzama. So the choice is yours. But, again, we know when we saw what Higby did last time against the Niners, so it very well could be that he does it again, uh, even if he only gets in once. I mean, you know, touchdowns are fluky, but six catches, 55 yards, it's still 11 points in a PPR not bad for a guy that's uh, priced at $3,700. And we'll talk about the second one of those, that pair. Uh, CJ Uzama, we just talked about him briefly but against Tennessee, really, really good outing, right? Seven catches on eight targets, 71 yards. He didn't get a touchdown, but he did get a touchdown the week before against the Las Vegas Raiders where he caught all six of his targets for 64 yards and a touchdown. All of a sudden, Uzama is playoff gold and is a tight end that if you're going to roster a tight end, well, you have to roster a tight end. <laughs> and, and if you want to go absolutely bare bones minimum, uh, and, and not try to take a chance on a guy like Blanton, uh, Uzama's thirty four hundred dollars, and really, again, you've seen it over the last couple of weeks that that fourteen targets is is not a fluke. He's he's being looked at, even though Jamar Chase is still on that team, uh, even though uh, Tyler Boyd is still on that team, uh, even though T Higgins is still on that team. Right, all of a sudden Uzama is is there. So if I'm going to take a, a stab at a just sort of a punt play at tight end. I almost feel like he's not even that much of a punt with the way he's been being used and his production on the field. Uh, And I feel comfortable actually rolling out Uzama in in big money contests as a pivot to what everybody's probably going to be loading up on Kelsey.
1: Yeah, I agree. I I mean, uh, if he's the worst starting tight end you have, that's not a bad thing. I I've been playing him the last couple of weeks um, and Sean had gave him out on the the main show at plus 1800 first touchdown in that first playoff game, the opening opening game we had. So that was a nice, nice way to start the playoffs off. But I mean, he's been producing and we've seen that that Bengals offense can be super explosive. Like we talked about earlier with Boyd, if chase doesn't, you know, if if chase doesn't get all the work that he did before, they're going to spread the ball around and, he could very well be one of those guys that that gets those uh you know targets and we saw the way that gabe davis kind of picked him off over the middle a lot last week and i I think ozoma can do the same thing almost where he can be open right in the middle there and if burrow checks it down to him he can easily get catch after catch and, and rack up some yards pretty quickly sneaks into the end zone in what should be the highest scoring game of the weekend and for 34 Thirty-four hundred on DraftKings. Uh, I think it can pay off quickly.
0: Does it feel to you though, like we we keep building it up as a shootout? Does it feel like it might be let down?
1: I know it. Well, I mean, how can it not be a letdown after last week? Yeah,
0: uh, like, you're right. Yeah, I'm.
1: I'm almost not even looking forward to it because I feel like it's going to be a disappointment. <laughs> but yeah, man, I've played both of these games in my head over and over, and it almost—I feel like it shouldn't be a shootout, but then. You look at them and, I mean, you know, Stokey Joe and playoff Pat, like maybe the first half is, starts off slower and then they get into it at the end of the game like the Buffalo-Kansas City game did. I just – holding those two guys back in a game of this magnitude, it, it's hard to bet against that.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, it feels it just feels like there's an opportunity there for a giant letdown. But you're right. I mean, everything I feel like is going to be a letdown after the last – two minutes, last minute and 30 right. of that game last night. Like, well,
1: all those games were so close. And then, yeah, that that Kansas City-Buffalo game just was, man, what a swing of emotions back and forth. Yeah.
0: I mean, you were sitting there, and everybody anybody who had prop bets were, either way, were just sort of like holding their breath if they didn't want the over to hit. And all of a sudden, you know, you get a, a, a overtime. You're like, ah, ha, ha, well, there it is. That, that over is going to hit. or you know, an under, yeah. and, and you're sweating. Yeah, I, I
1: was sitting I was sitting on the Chiefs team total. I think it was 28, and the kicker, of course, missed an extra point and missed a field goal. And I'm like, oh, they're going to win this game 26, and they're not going to hit 28. And then
0: little did I know what was about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I'm telling you, it, it's, it's been crazy. But uh, all right, Cody, we've reached the 10 for our, our fantasy football podcast end of it. Uh, but listen, if they want more of you, Uh, make sure they switch over to the NASCAR gambling podcast, our first episode to listen to that. But other than that, where else can they find you all over the internet as you start to build yourself as a fantasy analyst now,
1: man, starting to get into this. It's super exciting. I'm glad to have joined the family. Uh, You can follow me over on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb, which is Z E E B. So you can find me there and I'll start I think I'm going to get into some Olympic content and some other stuff for the network. So Follow me there, and uh, hopefully lots of exciting stuff coming up, like you said, with the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I feel like that Futures episode kind of introduction to ourselves was a good one, and we got NASCAR 11 days away with the Clash, and with football kind of going away until the USFL comes back in April, you're going to need something to bet on, so follow (laughs) us over there, and let's go.
0: Let's go indeed. Like I said, don't miss out on that NASCAR Gambling Podcast. If you want a sport to fill in the blanks uh that's not football then definitely follow nascar there'll be a lot of great stuff to bet on and we're not giving you just winter bets we're giving you some fun ones at that so check out that nascar gambling podcast check out cody on that uh we may even have cody on a few more times on this show in the off season because maybe we may transition him to be a host here i don't know anything's possible but in the meantime everybody Make sure you follow me on Twitter at RJ Villagomez. Find the SGPN Fantasy channel on Twitter at SGPN Fantasy. Subscribe to this podcast anywhere where you find your favorite podcasts. And of course, on the SGPN app. Enjoy Conference Championship Weekend. Hopefully, your team wins. Hopefully, my team wins. And we'll talk to you as we head into the Super Bowl. But until then, everybody, let it ride.